Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. No, I was welcoming our viewers back. Oh, oh. Welcome back from this past week <laughs> where you have not been with us. Yes. But who are you? Oh, excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, what are I you, just walked in. What are you doing in my studio? <laughs> Welcome back, Ryan. Yes. Ryan, thank you, you are back from uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Which was much fun. Was it? Yes, it Excellent. was. It was. So we had a great time. And Good. We, we just got back last night, and unfortunately, the one bad thing about the thing was we missed Wordland. That's right, you did. You missed Wordland. And there was a song we did at Wordland mm-hmm. that we are going to do at the ACPT. Because what is an ACPT Sunday. without Amanda Yesenowitz singing a song? <laughs> so we're going to do a song that Amanda and I wrote together. Awesome. Uh, we're going to do it on this in sometime on Sunday, I think, yes. at the ACPT. Yes, in yeah. lieu of... Of lunch. <laughs> yes, instead of the banquet lunch, you could pay $75 to hear a live performance of this two-and-a-half-minute song. <laughs> That's right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Money well spent. I think so. I think so. What is coming up on today's show, since I am not allowed to talk about the agenda? You're not, because you say too many things that we don't yes. like you to say. All right. Coming up on the show, we have the various constructions of Chon Vonksathorn's name and yes. Peter Gordon, Commissioner of Impossibility. We have people who answer contests with contests. Love that. And I'm going to teach Ryan a little bit more about how to solve cryptic crosswords. That sounds good. Does it? I don't know how to solve it. You clearly don't. That's definitely true. But first, we're going to try to start the show without Ryan saying the name of our character. Why don't you start start the next segment? It's what happens. Viewer mail, opening it up. We have a lot of viewer mail. Let's. The first viewer mail is a very, very important one. And this, this. If you're listening to this show now, maybe you fall into this category of people like, uh, like our friend Eric Maddy. Eric who wrote Maddie. To us. Eric is uh, from California. Eric Maddy was uh, one of the top competitors at the L.A. Crossword Tournament. Was he? Yeah. There were two Erics. There was Eric Maddy, and there was Eric Lavasser. 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 And then there was a third guy whose name I can't remember. Named Maybe Eric? it was Eugene Varshevsky, <laughs> I think, finished third at the L.A. On tournament. his cheating crossword uh, No, no, no. Uh, Doug Peterson had told us about these guys yes. and then when he reported back on that. Anyway, Eric wrote to us and said, Are past episodes of the podcast available anywhere? It looks like iTunes only has the last three. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. So here's what you have to do. Go to, uh, go to BeMoreSmarter.com. BeMoreSmarter.com. And at the very top of the page is a link, Fill Me In. You click on Fill Me In, and it'll take you to the official page of this program, Fill Me In. And if you scroll down, you'll see a list of all the episodes, and all of them are links to those episodes. So if you uh, normally, what do you, left-click? Is that what's normal? Left-click, then it will pop up a window with a, a QuickTime player. Uh-huh. And you can listen to it right from your computer. And if you right-click, you can save the MP3 to your computer and then drag it into your iTunes manually. What if you have a Mac? Uh, I... If your mouse doesn't have two buttons, I believe that if you hold down the control key mm-hmm. when you click the mouse, that's the equivalent of right click. Okay, uh, and that'll and give eventually you that we are still in in we are still struggling to get these back on iTunes. I feel like there is a way to do it. I feel like there's a way as well, but we haven't found. That we way haven't yet. figured it out. We've tried a couple of different things and we've been unsuccessful. And we're loath to try anything too extreme for fear of losing the entire right. podcast altogether. Right. So if you're listening to this and you want to listen to some older episodes, that's what you have to do. Be more smarter. Click on Fill Me In. Yes. Uh, we got an email from Nicole Hirsch. This is a new new viewer, but Nicole the, the, Hirsch. But the, the last name sounds well, familiar. Well, here's the thing. We know a number of different Hirsches out there. 
We have uh, our friend Adam Hirsch, who definitely doesn't work for NPR. We have his wife, Kate Hirsch. They've both talked to us in the past. Right. Then we have Jared Hirsch, who we've never met in person. Uh, have we not? No, we've never met Jared Hirsch. Okay. And Jared Hirsch, his wife, is Nicole Hirsch. So Nicole has written yes. to us. And Nicole uh, Nicole said elsewhere in this in this email that she listens to the shows when... Uh, when Jared downloads them and, and all of that. And right. she had also asked, how do you get old episodes? I, I edited that part out because we dealt with it in yes. an earlier email. Uh, but she goes on to say, like Ryan, I owned and often played the mad What Me Worry board game. Nice. I finally remembered sending people to Toledo, the Monopoly-style money that you wanted to get rid of with Alfred E. Newman's face on it, mm -hmm. and the one bill that you could only get if your name is Alfred E. Newman. Oh, right. And the cards that started with phrases like, if you are a girl person, and <laughs> you can lose $5,000 if you dot dot dot. So, Ryan, you are not crazy. This is a game we have to buy on eBay. Well, I think we do. I think we should buy it and bring it to the ACPT. Yes. Maybe we set up a little, like, uh, late night tournament-style mad board game tournament. <laughs> that sounds good. That's Let's what do we'll do. And right. I, I believe the, the, the object of the game is to lose all your money. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we'll search eBay and try it. Well, if somebody has it. We could also search my parents' basement because I really think I owned this as a kid and they probably still have it. Do you think it's going to be moist? In their basement? Like, old old board games always had a tendency to get moist. I don't know. Moist. Damp, maybe. That's very different from moist. How is damp different than moist? Well, moist is like a, a delicious brownie. Damp is like an old board game in the basement. That's how they're different. So you wouldn't call a brownie damp? No. Nor would you call a board game moist. I don't know. I think I think you could. No, I don't think so. What if the board game was out in the rain? That's very different, but then still not moist. I don't think moist is the equivalent of sopping wet. <laughs> uh, I think there's a I think there's a spectrum. I think we go from dry to damp to moist to sopping wet. So it's like the, what is that, the Ganges scale? What <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. It's... What is the guy who did the scale of wind? Gale force? Gale force? <laughs> gale? Not so much with the gale? Less gale? Uh, let's see. Oh, our, we got a viewer mail from, uh, well, it's from Kevin Chosett. Kevin Chosett. Yeah. Uh, we had trouble last week pronouncing Kevin's name, so he wrote to us, I'm happy to help you pronounce my name. Kevin rhymes with Evan. And thus is pronounced the same as Kevin. Uh -huh. But it's spelled differently, so that's what's confusing. It's yes. K-E-V-A-N. Uh, Choset has its accent on the first syllable, Cho, like John Cho of Harold and Kumar. And the second syllable is pronounced Sit. My middle name is easy to pronounce and easy to spell, Daniel. <laughs> denial. <laughs> denial. Yeah, <laughs> denial. Uh, so Daniel. Kevin Daniel Choset. Kevin Daniel Choset. Unpronounceable. Completely. <laughs> Completely. The unpronounceable Kevin Chosen. We, we seem to run into this a lot. Well, it's because we have to say names that we don't know. Right. You know who's awesome at this? Alex Trebek. He is always able to pronounce everything. Well, he, he is a maniacal pronouncer. Well, it's very, very particular. His yes. pronunciation is quite particular. Yes. But he's great at it. But he pronounces genre in a way that I don't appreciate. How does he pronounce it? Genre. Really? Yes. That, well, which, you I know think, what? I think you pronounce boisvert in a way that he doesn't appreciate. But I, th I think genre is actually the correct way to pronounce is genre. Because I believe it's a French word. Yeah, probably. And there's a uh, silent R-E at the end. I don't think it. it's silent. I just think it's very deep in the throat. How deep? Well, I think it's there, but you have to... It's not just genre. It's genre. Genre? Yeah, there's a rule at the there's end a of it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think I should ever go to France. 
Uh, well, I think I would get kicked out. <laughs> it's possible. View Romeo, closing it up. All right, we're going to talk about Fireball Crossword fireball number two. Fireball Crossword. The Fireball Crossword number two. Fireball Crosswords is, of course, Peter Gordon's invention to yes. re- rejuvenate the popularity of the Sun Crossword puzzle. Should we quickly sum up Fireball Crossword number one? Uh, completely unsolvable. Unsolvable. Absolutely unsolvable. Unpossible. The hardest puzzle that we have done. Yes. Probably in, Ever. in, in the, what, two the, years we've been doing yes, this. Yes, in the life of this show. Uh, it's definitely one of the hardest puzzles, yes. if not the hardest puzzle. Yes. So Fireball number two, here it is, it's Themeless 2. And I got off to a great start because one across, one across. I never heard of it. <laughs> one across, government by the worst people. No clue. I knew it ended with Chrissy. <laughs> I, I got the Chrissy yeah, part. Yeah. But the rest of it, I had no clue. Uh, it, it turns out, I mean, it was a word that very few people knew. Uh, we, we got comments on the blog. June Pock didn't know it. Howard Barkin didn't know it. Doug Peterson didn't know it. It was very, very difficult. The next across clue, I don't know if you've looked at this one yet, Ryan. I, 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 I should say I haven't really gotten Ryan has not had a chance to solve this puzzle. I, I did, wasn't able to get it in Costa Rica. 13 across, Madman. Madman. Just Mad. a couple weeks ago, we were talking about this man. Madman. We were wondering out King, loud on this show. King George III. Who was it who drew the cartoon Spy vs. Spy? Oh. Who was it? Antonio and Proha, Prohias. Antonio Pro, Prohias. 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 Whatever. Oh. That's who it was. There you go. And he's here in the puzzle. He made it into Fireball 2. Now, here's an interesting thing that Peter told us. Uh, first of all, he we, we went on, we, I went on a rather extensive rant about how difficult Fireball <laughs> 1 was. And it got a lot of comments on our blog. Yes. And Peter emailed me and said, Fireball won't usually be quite so hard. I had time to write the first puzzle, so I mulled over each clue and made it super hard. Wanted to start with a bang. I think he did start with a bang. Uh-huh. It, it was it was the bang of like my brain crashing into the seven foot thick brick wall that uh-huh. was that puzzle. Uh-huh. I think that was the bang. Yes. Yeah. So two was easier than one, but just a little bit. Right. Well, I I will continue to try to solve the rest of it. I, you know what? Uh, you know there were very hard Saturday puzzles in the New York Times that I, I know I know you don't spend the time you you get frustrated and and tend to. I don't. You know what? I don't like to spend more than a half an hour on a puzzle. I just don't. It's not. It. It. it, it I lose interest. My. My. My fun level drops drastically I, after a half an hour. I mean, there's only like you know 120 squares in there to write a letter into. Right. So 120 squares over a half an hour is that's not. If, it, if it, I've only filled in a third of them and I'm looking at you know a mostly empty grid here. After half, that's not fun. I, right. I've lost interest in the funness. I find that with the New York Times, the really difficult Saturdays, I can eventually solve them. I can too. Right. I choose not to. Exactly. Because after half an hour, it's no longer exactly. interesting. It's like I can't go visit my family for more than two days because I'll go crazy. I have a threshold. But the point is, the point I'm trying to make. I can only see you <laughs> once a week because I have a threshold. Yes, there is a that's definite it. threshold. But the point I am trying to make is <laughs> We that, try and we fail. Is that with at least with Fireball number one, I finally I mean there was just no more moving forward. Because I find with the New York Times I can do them, I could do 
to a certain point, and then I have to I take a break, uh-huh. and then I come back to it in a couple hours, and my mind, I guess, my subconscious has been working yeah. on it, and things become more clear. I tried that with Fireball Number and why One. And why do you think that's the case? What was it about Fireball Number One that made it different? Why was it different? I don't know, and I don't know if it I was... mean, it's obviously different. The sun was different from the times. Yes, the editor's the, style the, is super different the, the style between is Will definitely Shorts different. and Peter Gordon. These are different guys with different agendas. I, I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, maybe it was the, the maybe there's something in the arrangement of the New York Times clues where where there are gettable enough gettable clues positioned in the proper way for me uh-huh. that I get enough letters to get the things that I've never heard of. So you think it's the cluing style? I don't know. Maybe it's just a reflection on me. Maybe it's not a reflection on on the editing style and the puzzles at all. I I I don't know. I just know that with Fireball Number One. I was there was a mo- po- yeah. there was a point where I was just done. And once you looked at the answers and then looked at the clues for those things, did did that? But I'm I'm wondering, did it confirm for you this idea that maybe it was the cluing, in fact, or was it the vocabulary? I mean, it, well, like here in Fireball Two, this one across government by the worst people, cacistocracy. Uh, I've no, I've never heard this. It's not a word I would eventually have figured out. Right. I don't know the root of it. I, I, I mean, right. the I understand the stocracy part. Right. But the rest of the first four letters, K A K I. No clue. But could you have gotten one down? Hang. Yes, I eventually did. In fact, it was the second K was the one I couldn't get at all. Because it crossed cacistocracy with three down Big Diamond, which was Koinur. <laughs> never heard of it. I don't even know if I'm saying I it right. I feel like I've Koh-i-Nur. heard of that. Well, now I've heard of it. I feel like I've never heard, heard of, of it otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? I also, I also find that the long answers in a Saturday puzzle in the New York Times are usually in the language phrases, but clued in a way that you could never get them without crosses. Okay. And then once you get a few of then the crosses... Then you find what the answer is because it's an answer you know. Right. But, but cacistocracy is not. And Antonio Prochias, yeah. I mean, if, if you I, know I that. found that in my brain because I, I, it was a name I had learned at one point. Right. So, Do you yeah. know that Antonio Prochias... Uh, when he signed his cartoons, he actually signed the name Prohias in Morse code. Did he really? Yeah, he didn't write his name. He did the dots and dashes for. <laughs> I bet Morse he code. was a crossword puzzle guy. I don't know. He was very, very clever. That spy versus spy was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to point out, and I believe this is true about the cacistocracy uh, thing, Peter has with this fireball crosswords. He 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 has offered people the opportunity to just sign up to be, you know, to get the puzzles. Right. But also, if you pay him more money and certain amounts of more money. He will take your custom word uh-huh. or words or phrase or whatever and put them in the puzzle. Right. And I think it's the most money, he'll put it at one across. So I, I think cacistocracy was a purchased entry. Possibly. I think somebody paid him. I'm not making this up. I think I know this. Like, I think I think I read this on somebody's blog. Oh, maybe Peter emailed me and told me this. That one across, in this case, cacistocracy, somebody had paid for. Interesting. Which, I, that is interesting. That is interesting. I wonder who that is. I don't know. I don't know. Corporate sponsorship of crossword puzzle entries now. And did this person ever uh, uh, run a government? <laughs> the other. I don't know. Here's something. Here's something that's a little off topic. Okay. <laughs> Has there ever been a crossword puzzle in Mad Magazine? I don't know. We've been talking about Mad Magazine a lot. This is a crossword podcast. Is there a marriage of the two things? I feel like in the whole history, there must have been one crossword puzzle that either didn't work correctly yeah. or there was something goofy about it. We should find out about that. All right. So if anybody knows. Yeah. If, if you know about any, or, you know, I think any Mad Magazine puzzles. Yes. I don't know if they've done puzzles. 
I, I feel like they must have at some point. They must have. Uh, so if anybody knows that... Yeah, or, or, point us toward it. Yes, please. So I to sum up, I'm looking forward to Fireball number three. I'm looking forward to all the Fireballs, but I, I just... I don't know. So far, I'm 0 for 2. Yeah. I'm 0 for 2 on being able to actually complete them. I, I, I saw... I went for... What did you, you give me? Two minutes on Fireball number two? I did. And I solved two and five twelfths. <laughs> Clues. <laughs> That's right. That's how much I got. So That's you know, right. I'm gonna. I, I don't know all the answers yet. So I know Antonio Prohias now, but yeah. I'm gonna work on it later today. Okay. Uh, our, and our next segment is uh, more from uh, Ch- Chon <laughs> Vonksathorn's initials. No, it's from XV's initials. Oh, sorry. XV's Try to get it right. XV's initials sounds like a like a like a cognac. Yeah. XV's yes. initials. XV's initials. <laughs> so, Chon Vonksathorn, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, on January 7th... And that standing puzzle. It was a fantastic puzzle. It had removable ants. Right. So the, the entries that had ant in a single box, you could take the ant out, and the entry still worked. Right. Satisfied the clue, or the ant was in. I think, like, Arctic and Antarctic. Combat and combatant. Exactly. So, we had asked Chon, you know... How did you come up with this? What is this? What is this? And he wrote to us and told us a little more about it, and that actually he had come up with this other puzzle first, this puzzle that I have in front of me. It's called Double Doubles. Uh, And he actually posted this on the forums at the Crossword Fiend uh, website. We should should post this on our blog. All right, we'll post this on our blog, Can we do that? I'm not sure. Well, we'll ask him. All All right. right. Why would he say no? At the very least, we'll link to the post that's on Orange's blog. Somehow there'll be a link. Where Somehow. So, but we're going to talk to you about this puzzle now and uh, how it worked, because it was really, really clever. Should we give the answer? I mean, should we, should we... What, if people haven't solved it? Should we let people solve it? All right, let's 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 not talk about what it... You don't want to... You want to not talk about it? Maybe we should talk about it next week, give people a week to solve it. We'll see. I think people have found it by now if they were interested. All right, so then let's talk about it. All right, so we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but this was really clever. It also had... Uh, Parts of words or whole words uh, in a single box. Yes. But this was one where the that single box satisfied the clue. Yes. As well as the entire entry that contained that box. Right. So, for example, uh, name on one's body, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And the entry, as you wrote in the whole thing, was Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. But the I-N-K in the middle of Calvin Klein filled one box. And ink is also a satisfactory answer for name on one's body. Right, like a tattoo. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Another good one was, uh, what, 34 down, bad news for a speeder was police siren, Mm -hmm. but the I-C-E was in one box. So ice is bad for a speeder. It was the contents of a pen, which was oinks, and then... uh, It was oinkers. Oinkers, and then the the same ink. Ink, exactly. So this was very, very clever, and apparently Chan submitted this to the New York Times and was rejected. I don't understand how that would, how we would be rejected. I for think that. he said he was rejected because the four theme bits had nothing to do with each other, except that conceptually they worked the same way. I don't know. This seems really really clever. Yeah. And I'm surprised that he couldn't get this published. So am I. Because this is really smart. This is more clever than anything we'll ever come up. with. Absolutely. So I will never be published. <laughs> I'm quite certain of it. Thank you very much, Chon Fongsathorn's name. XV's initials. XV's initials. Sorry. All right, cryptic crossword number one yes. from uh, uh, Margarine 2010. <laughs> this is in Games Magazine, the March 2010 right, issue. by Fraser Simpson. Uh, some people at home, I think, are solving this along <laughs> so, with us, right? Uh, get out your, your, your <laughs> transparency, put it up against the television. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. I never did picture pages. Yeah, but picture that, pages. You, that, you get the transparency, you put it up on the I, TV. I think I used to watch the show on TV. But not but I participate? Didn't, yeah, I didn't have the actual <laughs> stuff. I think, yeah, yeah was, we stole cable from the next-door neighbors. Good yeah, good times. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> 
Here we are with seven down. Yeah, seven down. The enumeration is five. And okay. We, it, it's, it's building off of the P in epic. Okay, a five-letter word starting with P. Right. Yes. Former monk. Former monk. Former monk. And uh, do you have any idea how this well, one I, works? I, I, you know the answer I know already. the answer. Now, this one is different from some of the ones we've done in the past, because this is one where the clue is not comprised of half definition and half wordplay. Uh-huh. This one is actually two definitions made right. into a two-word phrase. Right. But it's two different definitions for the same word. And that word is... Prior. 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 So former means prior, yes, and monk and... means prior. Yes, exactly. So five-letter word, prior. Okay. So now we have prior. Yes. So now we're going to 13 across. Yes. Uh, which is the enumeration is five. Yes. And we have a blank blank R blank T. Okay. Those are the letters we okay. have. Opening Pine Street. Opening Pine Street? Opening Pine Street. Okay. Now here's how I think this works. Okay. I came up with the word pave, which, <laughs> which, which is not five yes. letters. No, it has, does not have an R or a T. Or, no, it does not. But I think, I think street... Yeah. Is the definition. Okay. And I, I think <laughs> opening is the key word, meaning... Do, do you say this knowing that it's wrong, no, or do you I just say this and then you see my I reaction, right. I and now you immediately right. know how wrong it is? <laughs> because opening pine, the opening of pine is P. Yes. So P, yeah. meaning street, okay. is pave. Okay. Because street is an avenue. Uh-huh. And avenue can be uh, abbreviated as A-V-E. Yes. So pave. Okay. And that's pave very... is something that that's how you open a street. Interesting. You pave it. Not really. Here's how it actually works. The definition in this clue is opening. And the wordplay is pine street. Now street is one of these words that has a very, very common abbreviation to it. S-T. Exactly. And pine is a kind of tree also known as a fir. Since when? I don't know. But a pine is a tree, and a fir is a tree. So first. First is opening. All right. Do you have a, a pencil? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So I'm going to write that. So in. a pine is not a fir. I know that's not true. But uh, maybe they're part of the same family. Aren't they both uh, I don't know. carnivorous or something? So th- that deciduous? One... Deciduous? Uh, sedimentary. <laughs> what kind of trees are they? Uh, prolific. <laughs> they are definitely lucrative trees. Yes. I, I, okay. So this one, uh, I'm not thrilled with this clue. No. Pine and fir aren't uh, interchangeable. I mean, they're both trees. trees. But aren't they both like uh, evergreen trees? Aren't they both? Uh... You can keep asking me these questions, and I can keep nodding. <laughs> I know but... pine tree is like the national animal of Maine or something, but <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. What, Mike Nothnagel. But this what? is this is how I came up with the answer. I actually don't understand the definition of pine as fir, but I'm fairly sure that it's first. Okay, because so opening what... is first, and that's what we'll go with. Yeah. All right, so we're we're actually gonna. Try going a little faster now. We're yeah, we're going to do a couple of clues. clues. Yeah, let's go. All right, so 17 across. Yeah. Uh, the enumeration is seven, yeah. and it ends in an A. That's okay. what we know. Okay. Perversely alarm one with a disease. Perversely alarm one with a disease. All right, so perversely means something is anagrammed. Okay. <laughs> right? Sometimes. Yes. So yes. that's... that's so seven, the enumeration is seven. So yeah. we look for something that's got seven letters. Okay. And one with okay. has seven letters. So you okay. anagram that. <laughs> and how many of those letters are A? Zero. Okay. All right. So maybe not. No. Disease. Ah. Aha. All right. So uh, what's the answer? Malaria. Malaria? Yes. I believe that it is perversely alarm. So you anagram alarm into get M-A-L-A-R. One, if you wrote it as a digit, would look like an I. Uh, and then, then it says with a. with a. 
So, right. perversely alarm, one with A, malaria. Well, that sounds good to me. That's, that's something I never And then disease out. is the definition. Disease is or, the or definition. Or Bing in Chinese. Or Bing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is 17 across. Now, uh, our last one of the day is going to be nine down. Yes. The enumeration is eight, and okay. we have blank, 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 F, blank, L, blank, blank. Okay. All right, nine down. Yes. Legally left in a bad way. Okay. Legally left in a bad way. Okay. Now, here's what I think it is. I think legally it's a definition. Okay. I think uh, 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 in, left, is in a bad way. Okay. A-B-A-D-W-A-Y is seven letters. Okay. Now, now left can be uh, abbreviated as L. Okay. And you put left into a bad way, and you get a bald way. A bald, <laughs> you, get, you, you know, you get a blad way. Dal, you get Wally. A battle away. Wally, Wally Dab. Okay. Wally Dabba. You're partially on the right track with this one. Oh, I believe really? that left is abbreviated as L. I believe that legally is the definition, but I think in a bad way is the definition for the word awfully. Why? Because L plus awfully is lawfully, which is legally. Oh. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So I think it's L plus in a bad way, or L plus awfully. Well, how was I supposed to figure that out? I don't know. I did. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to write that in. I believe that lawfully is the answer to that one. Lawfully. Yeah. All right, so, so the we've, words, got, we've got a whole corner of this now. Done. The words of the day are prior, first, malaria, and lawfully. Very nice. Very nice. So join us next week. <laughs> While well, we solve probably five or six more of these clues. Yes. Okay, that sounds good. I guess our goal is to try to solve this before the ACP. I think that is our goal. Ryan wanted to do one clue a week, and I said at that rate we wouldn't be done until Christmas. Well, so it would have been a nice present. I'll, I'll get you a whole magazine. <laughs> Now, the contest of then. The contest of then. This has been complicated. It has been The contest of then has been very, very complicated. Yes. We did... Uh, all right, so two weeks ago, we posed a contest. Uh, and, and, oh, Jesus. I dropped the buzzer. Did you really now? And your baton is over there in the corner. I got my baton. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm, I'm looking for the... Well, here's, here's the thing. A couple of weeks ago... Oh, you're looking for that script. You're looking for that one? Yes. Um, well, here's what we're going to do. You don't need to find it. Well, we want to we want to read it. Don't we? I, we're going to replay it. Oh, we're going to replay. We're going to we're going to dip back into the uh, the the Filmian jukebox and call up uh, the old records of past episodes. Right. Because that's the only way you can find them since they're not on iTunes. We have them on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened though. Two weeks ago, we posed uh, this contest. It now we're going to gonna play this. Yeah, we're going to play this. It came to us from Tyler Hinman. We're going to play the original. We're going to we... play. We're going to play the two of us reading the contest from two weeks ago. Okay. I thought we were also going to play where we... We are. Okay. I haven't put it together yet. <laughs> All right. So once Brian puts that together, <laughs> so go to www. Stop it. <laughs> so right here is the point where we're going to play us reading the contest from two weeks ago. Do you like tattoos? Absolutely. I hate a nondescript arm. I gang up with my friends on anyone who doesn't have ink. I sounded so much younger then. You were. That was before Costa Rica. It was. Costa Rica aged you. It did. It yeah. did. So now that contest confused most people. Right. Now, some people got the answer right. Four people. Yes. And one of those four people was Avram Gotchlik, yes. time traveler. 
And right. Avram wrote to us with a cryptic clue, the answer to which was the same as the answer to the contest from Tyler. Right. Now, that cryptic clue was, of course, Platinum Limb and Addled Gain Gives the Bird. Yes. Enumeration 9. Yes. Now, we got more answers to this. More people figured out this. And the answer to the contest was Tarmigan. Tarmigan. P-T-A-R-M-I-G-A-N. Tarmigan. Tarmigan. Uh, it's a bird. And it was a bird that was that appeared in uh, a Karen M. Tracy puzzle, I think, from maybe a month ago now. Yes. Um, maybe even longer ago than that. But sometime more recently than that, somebody had done a puzzle where the theme was, well, let's just play that record, shall we? Tuesday, December 29th, by Rob Reiner's friend, Peter A. Collins. This had birds hidden in it, like Brave New World has raven in it. Yeah. But there was no ptarmigan. <laughs> where was the ptarmigan? What, what would the word be? What uh, would the phrase be that could have ptarmigan hidden in it? It would have, help, ptarmigan. <laughs> God, I'm like a baby. You really like do. Like an infant. You really do. Yes. Wow. Uh, so when we did that, Tyler Hinman heard that, uh-huh. emailed us, challenge accepted, uh-huh. and he gave us a sentence that contained P-T-A-R-M-I-G-A-N hidden within it. I hate a nondescript arm. I gang up on whatever it is. Yeah. Right. I gang up. And then if you write it out... It has the word ptarmigan hidden within it. So Tyler accepted our challenge. We posted it as a contest. A few people figured it out. Anyway, now we all understand how everything worked, right? Right. Have we, has everything been made clear? Do we understand how this cryptic clue works? Oh, this cryptic clue works because the uh, the chemical abbreviation for platinum is PT. Mm-hmm. A limb is an arm. Mm-hmm. Addled gain is the letters G-A-I-N scrambled up uh-huh. into I-G-A-N and then bird. Right. Now, we got a couple of people who entered this week's contest with... Cryptic clues of their own. Uh-huh. One was uh, Alex Boireal, whose uh, cryptic clue was, Quiet sailor, note annoying lady, flipped the bird. That's a, uh, how does that work? Well, quiet is, uh, in musical terms, you would put a P okay. for quiet. And tar is sailor. Tar is a sailor. Uh, a note is do-re-mi, M-I. Okay. And uh, an annoying lady is, is, a, is nag. a nag, flipped becomes G-A-N. Okay. So P plus tar plus M-I plus nag flip G-A-N is the bird. Okay. We also got a cryptic clue from Joe Cabrera, Boston Ma for now. He wrote to us with bird's wing wrapped with sloppy taping. Now this one's a little different because he put bird at the front. Uh-huh. So the definition bird is at the front. But wing is uh, is an arm uh-huh. wrapped with sloppy taping. Taping, T-A-P-I-N-G, sloppy is all mixed around. Okay. So you take arm and put the letters of taping around it, and you can spell Tarmigan. Oh, that's also good. So that's how that one works. Nice. And uh, so we've now gotten... This is really kind of fun. We've got a bunch of cryptic clues for the same answer. Yes. Uh, but we uh, we chose to to offer the, the, the victory on this contest of then to, to one... Uh, Alex Blavia. Yeah, you do like saying his name, don't uh, you? And we basically because he comes first in the alphabet. That's well, why uh, there's it, it no, no uh, reflection on his clue being better or worse than Joe Cabrera's. No, but we picked Alex to win the contest this week. Congratulations, Alex. Alex Boiver, I think, is also recently following us on Twitter. Yes. I, I appreciate that. Yes. I like that. Uh, uh, so, yes, uh, uh, tell us what you want to win, or maybe tweet us what you want to win. That would be nice, yeah. And uh, we will tweet you back the prize. If we can. If we can. Sure. If, if not, can. we'll give you the prize at yes. the ACPT. Yes. 
Um, so now we have the contest of now. The contest of now comes to us from Peter Gordon, Commissioner of Impossibility. <laughs> uh, this is now, for the people who have been frustrated by the Fireball Crosswords of the last this two weeks. This might be a little, little easier. might be a little bit easier. We have this contest from Peter. What two-word, eleven-letter drink consists of one letter from the G to Z part of the alphabet and the rest from the A to F part? Yes. And if you if you need that uh, in, in email form, you can email us the password, which this week is clactocracy. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> what is the word? What is the word? <laughs> it's something... Cacistocracy. Oh, cacistocracy. I I like clactocracy. All right, so the password this week is clactocracy. Clactocracy. Picture pages, picture pages, time to get your picture pages, time to get your crayons and your pencils. Picture pages, picture pages, open up your picture pages, time to watch the Cosby do a picture page with you. Monday, January 18th by Adam Cohen. This was uh, TV game show catchphrases. Yes. This had uh, TV game show catchphrases yes. in it. Uh, uh, what's, my li- what's my line? That's not it. No. Uh, can I buy a vowel? That's it. Can Survey I buy... says, come on down. Three, the, the password is. The password is. Now, see, can I buy a vowel to me? You I think, think it is, I'd like to buy a vowel. I'd like to buy a vowel. Yeah. I don't think it's can I buy a I mean, you can. Absolutely, you can. Yeah, well, only if you have enough money. But then you don't have if to ask If you haven't made that. enough money, you can't buy a vowel. But then you don't have to ask Is that. that still being made, that show, or are they just in syndication now? Wheel of Fortune. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Tuesday, January 19th by Zoe Wheeler. The name of the game. Isn't she the one who's she 14 is the, years old? The, no, 19 years old, but the youngest female constructor ever for the New York Times. Good for you, And we Zoe. had uh, the names of different animals were hidden within the theme entries. Well, the theme entries didn't have a whole lot going, but the circled letters. We had boar, deer, uh, hare, and quail Yes, were hidden within these things. Uh, no ptarmigan? There was no ptarmigan, so I don't know about that. But I, I think we've kind of squeezed that one dry, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> the ptarmigan is no longer moist. I, I, it is very much not. Wednesday, January 20th, by Trip Payne. This was onward and upward. There were there were clues that had the word on in it and then the word up. Yes. I don't I don't I didn't really get the meta clue which was onward and upward. Well, I got a little bit confused, but then I finally figured it out because it's an on word. Oh, and an and up. an up word. Oh, okay. It's just spelled differently because onward is O N W A R D, but it was an on word. So there were things That's like what, s- yeah. like suction cup, right? Control groups, the control yep. is on, group has up. Yep. It's not really pronounced like on and up. All the time. Well, that isn't that wasn't the the point. I guess it, that it got a little point. confusing because the clue said something about phonetically, right? I, and, and that was very misleading. I was confused. It, by this. It was but, somewhat but, confusing. You know, trip pain is brighter than I the think. The trip pain has done this so that we'll all be wondering what the hell was going on with this puzzle, and he can run away with the A division title this year. Thursday, January twenty first, by Elizabeth C. Gorski. Uh, what was this puzzle? This was, uh, oh, Corners of Nothing. This was cool. This was very cool. So in some versions of the print edition of this, the uh, four corners of the grid just weren't there. Right. Giving the grid an unusual shape, and you think, well, what's going on? And it's because it stood for nothing. Right. And so those clue th- those theme entries became nothing personal, cost nothing, nothing fancy, nothing but net, and so on. Uh I think that was good. Elizabeth Sigorsky always uh, 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 stretching the boundaries of the of the crossword. Okay, much like Gene Roddenberry. 
Friday, January 22nd by Natan Last. Yes. Natan Last. Uh, this was uh, a great Thursday, yeah. Oodles Friday. of noodles oodles across of noodles. the middle. Oodles I noodles. love oodles of noodles. Now, what do you know about the different kinds of ramen? Well, here's what I found out. Yeah. Here's what I found what out. What did you find out? Cup of noodles? Yeah. Is not called cup of noodles. No, what is it? Cup noodles. What? Look on the box. Look, cup noodles? Look on the cup. Are you sure you're not buying some, like, you know... No, 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 no. Rip-off version? They changed the name in 1993 from Cup-O-Noodles to Cup-Noodles. Why? I don't know. Was there, like, some Irish guy whose name was actually Cup-O-Noodles? I, who... I do not know. I was... I was... It was my first tweet... Cup-Noodles? In, in my award-winning uh, tweet series of what I've eaten. Oh, that was award-winning. It still is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And I took cup a picture noodles. of cup, my cup of noodles, and it's cup noodles. Cup noodles. So thank you, Natan Last, for providing me with lunch. Saturday, January 23rd, by Karen M. Tracy, my nemesis. Uh, we had um, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jimmy Crackcorn. They crossed each other in this puzzle. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Yeah, I, w- I would pay I think to see. that's it's a great. cage match. It that's is. That's a cage match. Of all kinds of fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jimmy Crack yeah, Corn in yeah. a cage together. Sure. Doing whatever. <laughs> oh anything goes. Uh, Sunday, January 24th, 2010, by David Kwong and Kevin Chosett. Yes. No longer unpronounceable. No. Kevin Chosett. And this was, uh, I mean, the theme on the, on the podcast seems to be for the last few weeks, Mad Magazine. Yeah. This was great. And 83 Across was indeed Mad Magazine. And this was a fold It was, it was a like fold-in. the old back covers of the Mad Magazine. Al Jaffe. Oh, Al Jaffe. Those things were awesome. They were. I used to love those. So you have uh, words that have that are circled, and then once you fold it, yep. then you get other words that are, that are all things that can be folded, like yep. lawn chair, origami, yep. uh, beets. Well, what? Beets? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Be- I think it was bed sheets. Bed sheets, yeah, not beets. That, no, not beets. You can't fold a beet. <laughs> Try to fold a beat. <laughs> Have you tried to fold a beat? You have to slice it really, really thin, I think, to fold it. But I think it. it is possible to fold one. Uh, to fold a beat, like a whole beat? Well, I think maybe if you if you cut out a, a folding groove. Really? Yes. Now, have you seen some of those origami creations that the people make out of the huge paper that they, like, soak in this stuff to make it hold its form and Isn't whatever? Is that papier-mâché? No, 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 not, not papier-mâché. I'm talking, it's actually origami. Because uh-huh. they make these amazing sculptures out of a single sheet of paper. Wow. That's that's the that's the thing with origami. It's one piece of these right. are amazing. Like I saw this guy's collection of uh, of Lord of the Rings characters, and it was uh-huh. like the entire cast of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and each one had been made out of some sheet that was like you know six miles wide by ten miles long. <laughs> Where do you that get was this folded paper? Up. I don't know. Maybe he mints his own paper. <laughs> you don't mint paper. What do you, no. How do you make paper? You press it. Is that what you do? You you, you roll it out? I've, I've made paper, like, at the county fair. You know, where they take that pulp and that water and stuff. And you make did it. you also go panning for gold? Is that what oh, I think, think I did that. Yeah. And I, I did that also with a spin part. Oh, 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 oh